The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Analytics Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're doing a deep dive into a subject matter that's critically important to marketers in every industry, business, and channel of marketing, analytics. So far this week, we've talked about the basic framework for analytics, infrastructure, we've talked about best practices for data capture, how to keep your data clean. So if you missed any of those episodes, super insightful, go back and give them a listen. That said, today we're going to talk about the best tools for data processing and visualization. Joining us for Analytics Week is Jen Sturgill, who's the founder of Analytics Angels, an analytics agency that helps businesses better extract and understand the information that drives them. Prior to founding Analytics Angels, Jen worked at Microsoft and a handful of other agencies and consulting firms before branching out on her own. And she has a wealth of information to share related to data capture, management, and reporting, so we're excited to have her as our guest. Here's the fourth installment of Analytics Week with Jen Sturgill from Analytics Angels. Jen, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben. We've made it through most of the week. The end is almost here. And so far, we've talked about some data capture, about data storage, data cleanliness. Now let's talk about really where most marketers live, which is data processing and visualization. So let's make the assumption that we're working at a company and we've got beautiful, clean, crisp data. What are the best tools that you can think of? What are the best practices for using them to understand what's happening in your business, be able to visualize it and communicate it to your cross-functional partners? Saying that that's where marketers live most is the dream, right? (laughs) And having that crisp data, it's not always like that. But the best tools that you can use in BI, I mean, there's many tools out there. There's Google Data Studio, there's Microsoft Power BI, Tableau different kinds of UI, different ways of approaching the data. And there's something I like about each different product. And one of them, in Tableau specifically, they have this storytelling feature. And then recently, this Tableau prep feature, which actually takes away from some of the actually merging and cleaning that you have to do. I think their product is getting more intelligent all the time. And then they have these galleries and Microsoft Power BI, where you can really start to see some cool visualizations that other engineers have developed that you can download. They have the data model where you can put everything in this data model and you can really start to do some interesting computations. 
And then Data Studio, I haven't used as much, but I know that it just has all the integration with all the Google products and I think Bing too. So it's nice that it already just has that built in and you don't actually have to pull the data in. It does it on its own. So there's really cool things about each of these visualization products. I would just encourage people to try them each out, see what suits their needs for their business, and then for empowering their users. I was talking a little bit about data culture before. Identifying the right technology for visualization is important how the data flow is, what the quality is and integration opportunities. But I think also is empowering your workforce and building these like macro level executive dashboards where it's easy to foster that momentum with data culture with your leaders. And then also for your marketing ops team and your sales ops team, having more micro level detailed dashboards and making those openly available to provide users with an easy way to explore the data on their own. So creating a bit of a self-service model with the tools you have, whatever BI tool you're using, that allows users to simply go in, explore the data on their own with the goal of creating an active culture of discovery. So you mentioned, we covered a lot there, and you mentioned that there's difference between the three tools that you've covered, Data Studios, Tableau, Microsoft Power BI. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Tell me if there's a difference in costs for them. Are the models different? Is there one that's easier to implement if you're just getting started and is one more scalable? What's the difference from a financial perspective for those three tools? So Data Studio, I'm not sure how scalable that is yet, simply because it doesn't have as many integrations as the other two. I know that it's always evolving 
and it's easy to use, but I think it has some limitations in terms of like how you actually transform the data from within the tool versus in Tableau and Microsoft Power BI. In my experience, at least with the tools, it's easier to transform the data. And what I mean by that is you can do some data cleaning, you can create your own custom dimensions, you can create your calculated measures. And I think Data Studio has a lot of really cool features, but it's still getting there on that term. So in multi-billion dollar corporations, I've used both Tableau and Microsoft BI. Now, when Data Studio is plugged into Google Query, that's like their version of AWS. So that is when that can become more powerful. It just depends how your company has it set up. And I think that's when it will cost a premium. But before that, Data Studio is free. And Power BI just comes with your Microsoft Office. It just is in Excel. So if you wanted to tool around with data from the Power BI app on your PC or your Mac, you could do that for free. And then Tableau is the one that has a premium per month from the get-go. If you don't want to be Tableau public, because if you're Tableau public, that means all your data is online for anyone to view. If you're a part of the Tableau server or private, I think that's when it costs a premium. Interesting. How about some of the tools that are focused purely on, I guess, visualization? Where do like the Domo and Bro, and there's a whole host of other sort of just visualization tools that are pulling in data, not specifically from a database, from all other sources. What's your view on those? I haven't personally used Domo, but I think that if you can connect to a data source and it has any kind of AI to just create charts for you and find trends for you, I think that takes a lot off the analyst's plate to actually just build visualizations and they can actually start analyzing and creating strategy. Talk to me about when you're carrying a lot of weight about data processing. Is there any tool that's specifically better for doing the advanced calculations when you're getting into predictive analytics, you know, really heavy data processing? Any advice on which tools are shine in that scenario? I know that we've used Azure for machine learning before and a couple other projects we've partnered with other vendors that do machine learning. And I think just understanding what data gets input into the model is a big piece of it because it goes with the whole trash in, trash out thing. So there's certain inputs that go into the model, whether it's like to find people that are high propensity to purchase certain products. So you have probably CRM data that will go into this model. And then you put some percentage of that data into the model to train it. And then you'll put the rest of the data that you already have into the model to see if you're getting the same result. Then that's a verified model. And you can use that to find other high propensity accounts for something like account-based marketing, for example. Interesting. At the end of the day, as a marketer, I want my KPIs to be easily consumable and understandable for both leadership, cross-functional partners, also something that, you know, I could just look on my cell phone and understanding what's happening with the business. Any recommendations for the actual visualization piece? When you're taking data, you're trying to make your charts and graphs, just your thoughts on making sure that what you're communicating in your analytics is digestible. I think don't put too many metrics into one chart. I think keeping it very simplified and straightforward is best. I really like waterfall charts and cohort reporting because it lets you see the actual impact a channel has over time. And things like pie charts and overly complicated line charts that end up looking like spaghetti, those are probably not what you want to go for because then your reader just ends up being confused. 
Also, when you are charting these things, you want to have a dashboard where everything lives. But a lot of these tools have an option to export things as an image or a PDF. And then if you're creating a PowerPoint for like your exec team or a leadership team, you can take those out. And I would recommend that you tone down any loudness of your axes and your titles on the chart and just explain exactly what you're trying to make them see in the title of this slide. Good tips for talking to executives. Generally, they want small words, short sentences, and they're the people leading the company, but I'll leave it at that. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jen from Analytics Angels for joining us. If you'd like more of Jen's tips to building great reporting, we are going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about what analytics you need to own internally and what you can outsource. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jen and her business, go to analyticsangels.com. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. If you have questions, comments, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, feel free to click the Contact Us link in our show notes or reach out on Twitter or on LinkedIn. My company handle is BenJShap LLC, and my personal handle is BenJShap. That's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Analytics Week, we've got some great episodes lined up over the next few weeks. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back with the rest of Analytics Week starting tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.